Welcome to Brownlow Bar, where we discuss Brownlow, footy, beers and bets. Back at the bar, boys. Welcome, Nev. Tybo, another weekend of footy. Uh, how do we feel about it, boys? A couple of Brownlow, I suppose, um, what would you say, regulars starting to uh, break away from the pack here, fellas, for me on the weekend. How about yourselves? They are, mate. Yeah, good, mate. Good good weekend of footy. A couple of good results. Yeah. A few yeah. big results. Big scores kicked. Some there big was. scores kicked and some close games, too. Very close. A couple of real tight ones. Some so, uh... putrid games, too. Good round yeah. of footy. Yeah. All up. It had a bit of everything anyway, that's for sure. Um, look, tonight, boys, coming up, we've got uh, the usual suspects. Nev, you're going to go nuclear as always, mate. We've got a bit of rising I'm ready star. ready for that. Rising star. <laughs> you ready to go, I'm are you? ready, mate. I hate it when you get worked up this early, mate. We're not there yet. Um, rising star chat tonight, fellas. Time to rip into a bit of that and give a few suggestions as to who could win that one this year. Very open competition, that one. Uh, under the pump, as always. And tonight, fellas, after our vote count, we'll be revealing... Um, who we here at the Brownlow Bar have on top for every single team currently. So hang around for that one, folks. Um, without further ado, boys, uh, let's crack on. Schools out first up. Now, this is what we learnt over the weekend, boys, that I want your uh, comments on. First one is, out of the struggling teams, I'm talking North Melbourne, Gold Coast Suns and Bombers I'm targeting here. Geelong Cats. Who... Shut up, <laughs> Who, honestly, in the last couple of years, do you believe has recruited the worst? With it, before I list the names of who they've recruited... What were those three So, teams? I'm not talking rookies. I'm talking team trades. Who, who they've gained from other teams... Bombers, in Suns and years. North. Yeah, Bombers, right. Suns, North. Just off the top of your head, if I was yep. say, Bombers have gained yada yada. North... And Suns, who do you th- who would you have thought has probably recruited the worst? Okay, I think the Suns are okay. Mm. So we we'll lock them out. Just in the last two years, let's say. Last two years. Well, pro- probably be the two. Sun- two to Suns have recruited what they needed. They needed fast players off halfback. They needed ball winners. Um, North so Melbourne. Them in the clear. When, when yeah, when North Melbourne recruit all these players, you look at them. You're like, oh, they they could be pretty good. They could be pretty good. They're they never top tier good. though, are they? They're no top tier player wants to go they're, there. They're sort of teetering on the team that they're on. Yep. Injuries or form, whatever. Like they, or, they brought or, Polek in. So replacing a like for um, like almost. They brought Polek in. They brought um, Jaden Stevenson in. I think Yeah. they look good, but they, they've recruited shit. Yeah. Okay. North and Bombers. Yeah. Bombers. No, Mate, oh, other good. than Peter Wright, I don't think anyone Nick that Hines, they've recruited. Sard, really good. Oh, yes. Peter Wright, really good. Yep. Shield, great. Well, not... Yeah. Probably three. Yep. Yeah, probably north, right. north just shades it, I think, for being right. the worst. Fair, no, fair, boys. So I'm going to give you the list of names they've recruited from other teams, all right? Now, I was in a grants, but I wanted to suss it out for myself to see if that is the case. Have North Melbourne also just recruited poorly, which is part of their biggest issue, uh, I think. And I, and I tend to think we're still right about it. So glad you're on the same point of view there, fellas. So North Melbourne have recruited in recent times. Stevenson, who you touched on, Tybo, Greenwood, Atu Bosanavagalagu. <laughs> I was going to say Nip. him, but then I didn't want to say Atu his name. Atu Just stick with Atu. <laughs> Atu, Stevenson, Greenwood. Callum Coleman-Jones, who's honestly like almost a replacement ruck for future when Goldie yeah. retires, that, let's say. That, that, and that someone is, still managed a, to jump a, above him. That is a future. And then Tom Lynch from Adelaide, who unfortunately hasn't even been able to pull the boots on for them yet. Well, They ordered Tom so, Lynch from... From Richmond, but they got Tom Lynch. 
All right. Now, the Bombers have, have managed to gain Cutler, Jake Kelly, Peter Wright, Nick Hind. And they've all, they've all contributed, to mate. Degree, yep. They? Yep. Um, and Caldwell. Now this, oh, yeah, Caldwell too. Probably yeah, to a lesser ago. extent, yep. but yeah. Yep. Yep. Now, Gold Coast Suns, recent, most recent pickups, and only ones to be fair. They've mostly based uh, themselves through their rookie list. Um, but the ones they've pinched from other teams have been Mabby or Chol, Levi Casbolt, Atkins, and Charlie Constable. So he's yet to have a run Ooh. yet. But Chol, Casbolt, <laughs> instant impact. Yeah. And let's be honest, they're they're yeah. in a team right now without Ben King. Yeah, yeah. So imagine they if they didn't have him. Like, team, you know. Yeah. So I guess the point I'm making, boys, the biggest thing I noticed out of these three sides that are struggling is, and we're, we're all unanimous on it, North Melbourne are still recruiting poorly. Outside of trusting their, you know, their rookies coming through, the recruitment from other teams, it's shit house, and it needs to be better. So when people are pointing fingers at what's going on at North Melbourne, I think the buck has to stop with whoever the talent scout is. So it's time to be... I mean, don't get me wrong, you're, you're spot on, Nev. A-listers aren't heading there. They have. It's not no. through lack of trying. Yeah, they, they really they went hard. For Josh I was going to say Kelly. They, they yep. went for Dusty. They Josh went for Kelly. Kelley. I think they've, even um, Gaffy at one stage. They've gone, they've gone for a everyone. lot of big names available. Yep. And with they with say, a lot of cash. They say North. Yeah. I don't want to go to Tassie. So, but what I find, <laughs> what I find, the problem here, boys, is so the biggest thing, key point I take out of the recruitment from other teams, is all these teams have been there before. All right, like Suns, Suns have had their shit run. They even got their marquee player. Couldn't get out of the doldrums when they got Gaza. Do you know what I mean? So, so like Melbourne, Melbourne are now. Do we forget how much of a struggle Melbourne were in forever and a day? Melbourne, like the demons, getting pumped by nearly 200 points. You know what I mean? Like crazy scenes. So they all had their time. But what these clubs did to get themselves off the bottom was when they traded from other clubs, they got key position players. Mm. So even if you're not getting the the best player in the whole competition to your team. You need to at least get a key position player. So Essendon here, who are also struggling, gained Peter Wright, all right, who's now their full forward and kicking a few bags. Mm-hmm. They got Jake Kelly, who's a gun defender still. Lesser name, but he was still a good bloody defender. The Suns managed to still nab Levi Casbolt. Not absolutely the be-all and end-all prize player, is he? But he's a key position player who's doing good things. And it cost him nothing. So is Mabby or Chole. It cost him nothing. North Melbourne... Tell me who here is a key Coleman position Jones. player. You know Coleman what I mean? Coleman Jones for the future, and potentially. He's a prospect. And then you've got Stevenson, Greenwood, Atu. They're all... They're all just Jared previous to that. That's right. Do you remember Jasper Pittar yep. not long ago? Now he's not even on well. the list. Yeah, he did go Not there. even on the list. Do you know what I mean? Like, So for me, if I could say one thing in the North Melbourne, it's simply, geez, Nev's got the sneezes here oh, tonight. Oh, yeah. I'm allergic to tyre or something. <laughs> It would sim- some most women, mate. It's not not an uncommon thing. Um, anyway, North Melbourne, get yourself a key position player. If yep. you can't get a gun player of the comp, at least get someone that can play key position. Because mm. without them, have a look at the premiership winners of the last couple them. of years. So, Melbourne Demons took two key defenders in May and Lever from other clubs. They were shit house when they picked them up first. Oh, two years call later. Shit house, mate. No, they were they shit house. Just... They didn't make the finals the year before. Oh, the clubs yeah. they got last them year, from, Melbourne. but the yep. players weren't shit house. No, that's right. No, they were good no, players. But they yeah. identified they someone key. that could be a key position player. They brought player. them in. They win. Yep. Um, Richmond Tigers bring in Tom Lynch, key forward from the Gold Coast. That's right. Yep. Bring him into their team. They win. I think you're onto something, Buds. These key 
position players, yeah. um, if you can identify them when they're in that 22, 23 years old, um, you know, bring them in, get them on uh, a lesser contract, maybe, or offer them a, a big heap of money that the other team has to say, oh, yeah. you know, do we want to bet on that? Do we want to gamble on them actually becoming that next level? Yeah, um, but these premiership winning teams of the last few years have done it. They've Sam, bet on Col- Sam Collins and, and made the to cash. the Suns. He was he's prior. He was 2019, I think. So about four, year, three years back. So yeah. we didn't include him. But Got he's another Frio, one. Yeah. Absolutely, was going to become a key position player. Yeah, look at him. But now they went before the best, he gets yeah. on big dollars. Let's nab him now. And he's mm. honestly one of the best defenders in the comp. So yeah. they just, yeah, they have to build their spine, mate. If they can't get an absolute gun, yeah. all they have eyes for, unfortunately, is a 40 possession mid. Mm. Forget it. You need a spine first. Um, yeah, very good. Okay, fellas. The other one I've got for you is um, Rising Star Award. Should Jack Ginovan be shorter than $15? Yes, he should. He's won an Anzac medal. He is the talk of the town. He's the rookie everyone's talking about. Yeah, I think so. Mate, he's kicking, he's kicking a few goals a week. He's contributing. Yeah, I honestly think he should be. Yep. Yep. Uh, now we're going to get into more he doesn't, rising. He's, he's we'll, not we'll a favourite. A, we'll have a big session on rising star coming yeah. up. But we're, I just want to know: is fifteen dollars like should he be shorter? It's de- Does it's he deserve to be shorter? Overs. Well, it's overs. He's he's one of only seven that can yep. win it at the moment. Yeah. Um, and we all so reckon he's overs. So he is definitely overs. Yeah. I'll leave it at that. Talk about him later. What's next, buds? Very good. Okay, next up, boys. Lingy's comments from the weekend. Yeah. Um, I've got a lot of respect for Lingy. I think he's no- normally pretty uh, smart when it comes to his footy, and his comments are generally not just pissing in the wind. He, he means it. He mentioned on the weekend, there's only one way to relevance, and it's time for the players to realise that. Don't just go up there and think, oh, this is sweet. I'm going to get a four- to five-year deal and get 25 touches a game and think I'm going okay. It's time to actually start winning. If you don't start winning... You'll end your career as an irrelevant nobody. Talking about players that are willing to go to teams like the Suns. Basically stating that, yeah, they're stating that I don't have to become the best there. I'll still stay on the list there. I only need 25 touches a game to keep my spot, but I'm going to get a nice salary doing it. Who's he talking about? Uh, He just was talking about the Gold Coast Suns in general. He put the onus on the players. He said it's time for these clubs to stop pointing at coaches and things like that and be blaming that, the players need to want to win. There's too many players going to these clubs knowing that their, their future's secured because they're getting long contracts for decent money, but they maybe don't necessarily care about becoming the best they can be. Is he or talking winning. about those? Is he talking about guys like Parrish, guys like Neil of the past that would just go and gather gather ball because it, it's it's out there. Well, it, do, yeah. it, well this is the thing. Twos. It can be relevant to a lot of teams. Like Jack it, he just happened year. to be speaking about... Well, but yeah. I guess it's 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 players that are getting targeted by other club by weaker clubs. Like, please come to us. We want you to get us better. But he's saying, is there is there too many players out there that are going? Yeah, I'll come over there because I don't actually care how successful I am. I'm still going to keep my, my job. Yeah. Basically, they they know they're going to keep a spot in football. Well, that, that, so I think that's that's not a player's problem. That that's that's the problem of the peop of the coaches of the people recruiting them of the people selecting the teams to say, well, you're just out there for yourself to go and get 30 disposals. We don't want you. We want a guy that wants to throw his heart on his sleeve and go and win the fucking game for us. Excuse yep. the French. But, 
you know, it's it's on the coaches picking the team. You don't want to just go off stats and say, oh, you you got thirty touches, yeah. No, you can stay in. But that guy over there in in the twos, he's out there just bloody yep. sweating, putting blood all over himself, yep. putting his head into every contest that's there because he wants to just fight till the so end. So you're saying he's right that there's there's gonna be there's definitely players in the comp that'll just want to secure their Lingy, future. Yeah, no, yeah, right, there yeah. is. But I'm it's, it's up to the coaches. To say, it's up to the coaches to identify those yep. ones when they're recruiting. And don't, maybe don't maybe put a few put a few questions to them. Shield. Of like, hey, well, exactly. It might have just gone big dollars to kill my future. Um, mm. Yeah, there's definitely... So, so yeah, but they basically you're saying those weekend. players exist. Your coaching staff has to be good enough to identify which ones are just coming there to secure their future and which yeah. ones are actually hungry for, for victory. Yeah. If you're good at identifying that, you won't have this trouble come to your club. That's right. Yeah, well, sweet. We, we like saw that. Gaff, Gaff got, um, got sent to the medical sub the other week as well. Um, he's a massive ball winner. All, like He has been for the last however many years. So that's they a said, coach immediately said, putting onus on a player. Medical sub. Straight away. We don't want you in the team. We're going to bring these other guys in um, that are going to try and win us a game. Yeah. Agree, Nev? What do you think? Yeah, I just wonder... Something's something's got that redhead bloody boiling, and I just wonder what who he's attacking, because he obviously wants to attack yeah. someone... Oh, he and someone you think and he's like, got a sniff from a leak here somewhere? Well, about like, a few like you, you mentioned something. the names, the the Suns. Who has gone there recent? Like I'm talking in the last year or two. I think the Suns was just Bards' um, team. Like that a team that you picked? No, no, no. It is. It was. Did it was. Yeah. It was talking about and I, and, the Suns. And, oh, okay. and yep. like, yep. so it was. It was. He was putting oh. the onus on the Suns players. So, to, so the blame so has to be stopped getting put. Whether he's just defensive of Chewy Jew, he might be a closer mate than we know. But he's saying this is not just. Stewie yeah. Jew's problem. There's Can players yeah. coming to these clubs but, that just want to secure know, their future. I want to know why he's picked out the Suns because I can't think of anyone that's gone there in the last, let's say, two years that has gone up there for a holiday. That mm. team's super yeah. they young. Look like they I, think really you're, I agree with yeah. you, Nev, because Hugh, Hugh Greenwood was there, right? Mm. And gone again the next year. Mm. So it's well, like... No, well, no, he, no, that was a Suns fuck-up. But he, Yeah, but he didn't uh, get to secure his future he, there. He's one of those guys, though. But is he suggesting... But he went and made a difference, too. He did go and make a difference. He was a yeah, hard Yeah, I wouldn't say... That's there. right. So I wouldn't say it's targeting him. Um, We're talking hmm. more like uh, back when the Suns first started when a Jared Brennan went there or a Rish Catelli went there and just sort of just potted yep. around, did their thing, maybe, Got that sort of thing. I don't, know, I, don't yep. know, I don't know, but... Yep. Might be a lot more context to it. Yeah, so. and maybe of course, he knows something. Of course, something, we don't so get full context yeah, as um, always, There's people like that in every club that'll just go... Nev, can we, can we take a moment here and just let the listeners at home know that Bards hasn't brought any paper with him tonight. Um, I want to know, Bards, how on earth, if you brought your paper, would you have been able to show us the photo of the article if you had your paper? He would have sketched, sketched it. it. He would have sketched it. He would have sketched it. lifted, his, lifted his device up and showed us the article with the Suns players on it. I would have sketched Duke Miller and Noah Anderson standing beside each other and written 30 plus beside yeah. them for disposals, mate. Um, yeah, no notepad tonight, boys. I'm starting to get up with technology. Alright, we'll rip through these last couple because we've taken a while on schools out here and they're going to be pretty quick anyway. Um, in fact, we're going to jump straight to the last one here, boys. Word yep. association. Always oh, good fun. I love this. I've picked three more coaches this week. No swearing. Ooh. Word association. No swearing, tight. Yeah, no worries. Ben Rutten, Bombers coach. Thank God you said he Pressure. was coached. <laughs> Pressure. Pressure? What's good the Good word. Ben Rutten. Oh, sorry. Word um, association. Eh. Eh. 
He doesn't know who Ben Rutten is. <laughs> Great input. <laughs> and his I did coach. say yesterday because I always stuff up Rutten Rat Ben. He's he's okay. Okay. Yeah. Okay, that's Man, fine. My word. Okay works. All right. I had unlucky. Yeah. <laughs> um, just because I feel like he's never got his full side on the paddock. Um, all right, John Noble. Tasmania. <laughs> <laughs> Jeez, you're up on... um, Smart. Smart. Yeah, smart. Smart, I, smart. I said smart. St- I thought you said smart. I no, said smart. stuck. <laughs> uh, okay, Stewie Jew. Round. But I didn't want to be nasty. Okay, let's talk coaching. Coaching? Have another word for coaching. Um, <laughs> I nearly said the same thing and I changed one too. Uh, hyphenated last legs. Okay. That's a hell of a word, but anyway. Uh, rough. <laughs> rough. A rough coach. Yeah. Okay. Right. Um, so I, put, I said bopper. Yeah. <laughs> and, then, and then I said longer. So. Yeah. All right. Needs longer. All right. Oh, very long. good. Needs longer. Yeah. Gotcha. Well, that'd be one word. So, yeah. And it couldn't be bopper. Hyphenated. Give much to him. True. All right, boys. Nev, what grind your gears this week, mate? Do you want to know what? Hit it, Ty. Swear them, by the way. Um, we expect you to in this segment. Mate, teams <laughs> taking their games away from home to the far-off reaches of Australia and playing in atrocious fucking conditions, taking away their home ground advantage, and it costs them a win. St Kilda, Port game. Prime example. Played in Cairns, because Ailey Stadium, is it, I think? Mm-hmm. Who, who fucking cares, really? It's not an <laughs> AFL ground. Um, played at night, slippery as fuck. The ball was like a wet pill. <laughs> Um, and the lighting looked horrible. It was like I went down to my local footy club and saw three lights with fucking half the bulbs out, and I couldn't fucking see anything. Um, and to make matters worse, to make matters worse, 40 scoring shots. Oh, yeah, good game. Nine goals, 31 behinds. Wow. I've seen more behinds in a fucking piss trough. Wow. Dead set. It was, it was a putrid watch. It was disgusting. Why take your game away from your home ground and play it in some fucking far-reaching doldrums of Australia and they wouldn't make money out of it? You're fucking kidding me. They would have filled out down their home ground down in Melbourne and it hurts the chance of winning. And, mate, if you're a fan of St Kilda, I'd be fucking pissed off. Right That's on. one more home game you can't watch down in Melbourne. I know there's Saints fans everywhere. I don't know why. I wouldn't like to watch them. But, um, <laughs> yeah, I'd be unhappy if I was a Saints fan. That's that's shit. All right. Good oh, stuff. Wow. Nev, up grassroots footy. <laughs> that's not grassroots, no, Very mate. good, mate. Oh, no, I love it. Good passion. Gee whiz. All right. Highlights and lowlights for the week, fellas. Jesus. All right. Never uh, let's, you never let us down. I'll, I'll take you away never from a highlight here. Um, and uh, <laughs> it comes off. Last week's little spray, um, I think Ken Hinckley and Leon Cameron must have been listening in. They didn't like my comments uh, that I made, so um, they both went and, and coached their teams to a couple of good victories on the weekend. They did? All right. Uh, yeah. Beauty. I don't take it back. But I don't know about good victories. One was a good victory. One was a fucking fall over the line, but up yeah, in Cairns. Not ne- they slipped over anymore, the line, mate. I think, but yep. Right. Good high. Good high. Thanks. <laughs> Mine is... Um, I'm getting behind the little backstreet boy bastard here, boys. Jack Ginevan. Yeah, Little boy. zip and dash, in and away, beat three. Albeit, 
piss poor attempts of tackles, but um, especially the last two in particular. But uh, Ginevan's goal, boys, that will have got goal of the round, I assume. Um, Reminds you of uh, was pretty it pretty special, pretty flashy. Brayshaw kicked a goal like that last year. Oh, similar. Better tackle right in the pocket. I know who you're talking Sarong. about. Bobbed up. Sarong. Oh, Sarong. 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 Sorry, yeah. Yep. With yeah. his head wrapped up. Very yeah. similar. Very similar. Yeah, similar so. sort of goal, so it was good. Sarong looked like Goku. Get his head that wrapped show. up. Oh, yeah, man. Get on with show. it. Mate. You idiots. <laughs> my, mine goes to... Uh, there's a little bit of a uh, low wrapped in here, but uh, my high goes to Noel Bolter. Um, Sitting on a fence. No, mate. Josh Kennedy kicks his 700th goal, right? In, they're getting absolutely walloped, right? Kicks seven, kicks his seven hundred goal, massive achievement. You want to know the only bloke that went up and uh, and congratulated him? Very none good. none did, of his fucking teammates. Did Bolter mate. congratulate? Bolter after the goal walked up and uh, I've seen vision of it. Shakes his hand, says, "Mate, well done, great achievement." And they had a shared a little moment, mate. That was that was wow. amazing. But on the same note, that's shit from his team. I know you're getting pumped, but that's. West Coast have been so bad this year. That was one moment that could have bored them a bit and just got got a bit of a good feel around yep. it and not one of them wanted a part of it. I think it was disgusting. Fair mm. play, Neville. So, observations, yeah. mate. So, yeah, my high goes to Noel. That's not my low, but my no. ho- Noel Bolter. Good yeah. man. Good man. Right. Big uh, fan of him, actually. Fuck, he's a good that's, that, or good football. It just shows problems big time at West Coast, yeah, doesn't mate. it, really? Culture. I mean, they've been relying on him for the last first part of a goals. decade, honestly. Yeah, <laughs> like, far out. Uh, all right, very good. My low light um, goes to Brody Smith. Um, concussion that he had, it looked low nasty. Light. Yeah, it's a low yeah. light because it was such a great mark. Yeah, didn't he, even he, get. He caught it um, in the air, carried it all the way to the ground, and then the low light is his head just going smack. Hit the ground. Very it hard. just whiplashed straight into the ground, and, and he was just dead on the ground. But he held the mark. <laughs> It was brilliant, Mark, and didn't get voted for Mark of the Mark of the Round. I would give that nearly Mark of it the Year. It wasn't even it nominated. It was freaking mate. good, and it was paid a mark too. Yep. Yeah, yep. it was paid a mark because he, ca- yeah, yeah. he actually carried. It. He was out, and he still held it. What was Mark of the Round over him? Oh, I'm not sure to be honest, but I'd know that it didn't because people were up. Probably Mark Blixar. I think Kane Collins actually said Lofty. something. Mott Lops, maybe. Yeah, no, it, it was, was a brilliant. A, mark. It was I loved right. it. Yeah. All right, yeah, good one. My low light, good yeah. one, mate. Yeah. Uh, my low light, unfortunately, goes to young Nick Larkey. Been singing his praises most of the year for how good he is in a in a shitty team, uh, and how he's forever striving for for the best he can be. But he really brought himself down to not share on the weekend with that tunnelling incident. Just rubbish. Uh, yeah, like whistle had gone. He still ran in underneath. He knew Olmo was going back. He meant every bit of it. Yep. He he just tried to pull out with lesser impact at the last moment but knowing full well he was going to clip him, and it was a shitty act. Um, and he's very lucky to only get one week. It should be more than that due to the action and what it could have caused. Mm. Um, fuck right off, mate. You, sh- you probably should have copped two for that at minimum. So. Yep. Um, but, yeah, and I just didn't think he had it in him. Such a good young player. But um, when your team's for me, some it also there. showed 100% that that's just a kid that is just so frustrated with what he's having to deal with every week doing the best he can, busting his ass, knowing that he's still going to be on the losing end of that score mm. line. So, yeah. so he would uh, be one that you could target from if you were one of those struggling teams, Adelaide, Gold Coast, go after him as player. a key position yeah. that's sort of doesn't well, want to stay there. it's very true. And the only yeah. other small thing, well, that's, yeah, it's probably North that want to target those sorts of guys. Yeah, that's right, <laughs> they're not going to lose one. But they'll lose them. But um, 
the only small thing, small thing in his defence was I, th- I think the Lewis Young incident with Zerha. Was it Lewis Young? Was that his name? The push, yeah. Um, no, uh, no, the. Well, Anyway, oh, the, the front on contact. The exact same thing as what happened yeah. to Paddy Rowe. Either way, it was earlier in the game, and the only, I, th- I believe it was. Yeah, And it was. so the only small inkling in defence I have of him is that Payback. he may have pulled out if it was a different player. Yeah. I think he might have had the little knowingness of, hearsay. oh, you, you flog. <laughs> Objection, hearsay. Cop this. Hearsay. Hearsay. But that would have been, <laughs> we all know when someone gets a teammate out there, it's in the back of your mind if that number runs your way. So, uh, yeah. Could have been a little bit in that. Alrighty. My low light. No, it's not the Saints game. Um, it's actually going to the Carlton North game. Jack Silvani gets mine this week. Oh, for getting stuck in old mate. Mate, he's sitting there pointing as good fingers. As you get, don't you? He's sitting there pointing fingers saying, Your club is shit, your club is shit. Yeah, it might be shit, mate, but uh you've made finals what once in the last fucking ten years? Yeah. Your well, club's fucking was shit too. Well, that's he, what he said back to him. And he's yeah, and <laughs> but I, I didn't I didn't mind Jay like young Horn Francis there. It's his first year and he's actually trying to he's standing up. Standing up for his club. I really like that. But Silvani, like you gotta remember where you come from, mate. Like this is the first year you've actually been semi relevant, so uh That's all right. He, yeah. Yeah. Get over pretty yourself. weak he, he initial act though, wasn't it? Yeah. At the back of the melon. Oh yeah, mate, yeah. He, he would have had it for years, Silvani. And yeah. and he's copped the yeah, you're not as good as your fucking Family. Mate, when, when Nev sh- doesn't like it. Mate, he's yeah. a bit of a pussy. Mate, when he you is. start coming top four, when you start <laughs> coming top four, you can throw chat. Until then, fucking pull your head in. Oh, they're playing well enough. They can, <laughs> they can get Don't let him go nuclear again, Ty. Woo up. <laughs> I, I will. <laughs> Poor old Jack doesn't deserve it. <laughs> okay, breaking news, Neville. Hit the newsroom, boys. Quick one today, lads. Uh, start off. Probably the biggest one of the week, uh, Joe Denneher, shoulder. Now, the p- only positive, it's only four to six, not like a 10 to 12 week. But four to six weeks, I think that knocks him out of the Coleman. So rub him out and see you later. Um, Danger's back. He's available for selection this week. So oh, he's going to be a big in for that team. Um, another one, a lot of Coleman-related stuff today, actually. Mitch Lewis, he's out for one or two weeks with his hemi. So, uh, Hemis, they can turn into longer than two weeks, too. And we didn't mind him. He was a little sneaky up there. We, so. we did say last week, no Hemis a good Hemi when yeah. you're a goal kicker. Yep. So, so mate, I'll almost put a line through him, eh? Honestly, he doesn't play for a team that's going to win a shitload of games. So, But anyway, mm. Larky suspension, that's our next one. Obviously, it's only one week, but it's one less week he can't kick goals in. Um, Dusty may be available. Big news. Big news. Um, don't know if he will be. Don't know how fit he is. But he may be available for selection. Be good to see him back. Yeah, he'll um, be fine. Be really good to see him back. And uh, probably the only other one kind of <coughs> relevant is Rowan Marshall set to return. So get the big Ruckman back in there and hopefully help Saints kick better than 413. Mm. Yeah. So mostly all Coleman this week, Pretty wasn't much, it, really? mate. Yeah, pretty much. Apart from Danger back, who can steal some votes. But yeah. no one at the Cats no is really cats polling big. Um, and Dusty. Um, yep. Yeah. 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 And, like, I think we're far, we're far enough through the season now. Dusty... Oh, he's Can not, we say he's, he's irrelevant for Brownlow? Or he, not? 100% he can't win mate, it. he's uh-huh. irrelevant for Brownlow, but like someone like he could become bigger in the team's market. I think you'll see yep. Jaden Short possibly, if he was like at two bucks or something, I don't know what he was at, but he may blow out a little bit with Dusty coming back. So something, something to look at. Hmm. Yeah. yeah. Um, 
Yeah, excellent, mate. Fair enough. I think you're spot on there. I think no. Joe Danaher's cooked. No yeah, coaches or assistant coaches cooked. out this week, Nev? <laughs> uh, no, Simon Goodwin's back, though, mate. That's so good. they'll just beat a team by 200 points this week. Got him. <laughs> so, uh, all relevant this week, mate. I'm yeah, very mate. proud of you. Yeah, mate. Okay, move it right along, boys. It's time to uh, get into the Rising Star chat. So, how we're going to kick this off tonight is um, we're just going to run through the seven nominated players first and just our general thoughts on them. And we're just going to, uh, I suppose, coincide with how they're travelling in the market, okay? So, is the seven nominated ones actually in the top five in the market at the moment uh, or not? And then we're going to gloss over uh, who we've picked, boys, uh, how, how our picks are actually travelling. And then uh, who's currently in the box seat from our own perspective. So first things first, seven nominated, Tybo. You've got that in front of you. I do. And this is the first I've ever seen it like this, that the seven that are nominated are actually the top seven. They really are with the betting. betting, Technically, they fucking should be. To a degree. Why, Ned? But they really are. they're all nominated, mate. They're the only only ones ones. that can win it. That's right. Now, (laughs) we've got round one. uh, We had Nick Martin that was nominated. Jake Bowie in round two. Round three was Nick Dacos. Four, Josh Rochelle. Five, Jai Newcomb. Six was Jack Ginevan. And this round seven was Jason Horn Francis. Yep. All right. That's our seven. Now, so currently, let's just say, who's the top three in the market time? What are they on, mate? Uh, Nick Dacos at $1.90. He's come in even today. I looked at him earlier. He's still two. Uh, Jason Horn Francis <coughs> is number two there. Uh, with four bucks, and Nick Martin at six dollars. Righto. So now our own individual picks for the Rising Star. Yep. I said uh, Jason Horn Francis. Mm-hmm. Uh, Neville. You, Dacos. You went with Dacos, I didn't did, you? Mate. The fave. Tybo. I had Rochelle. Rochelle. All right. So <laughs> what's Rochelle at at the moment? Nine bucks. Nine bucks. All right. So he's thereabouts he's as well, still, and he's been nommed. Same, yeah. So all three have been nommed. Yep. All three are in the market under yep. ten dollars. Um, how confident at the moment are we in the player we've picked ourselves? Oh, personally, still pretty confident. Okay. Um, would you? Would you? So I suppose, would you say your player is still box seat, not or not box seat, but you still think he's a chance? Has to be box seat. Okay. He's he's box seat because he's paying a dollar ninety. So obviously, all the experts think that he's. What do you think, mate? I'm worried about two. Because we're going to get to this. I'm okay, worried cool. about two other. But at blokes. the moment, you think he's box seat, and you've tipped him, so you're happy with it. Yeah. Well, I can't change, can I? You won't let me change. No, you're not going to change. Yeah. Well, we're here. So we're have here. To be well, happy so, with it. so, so I'm Jason Horn Francis. Yeah. I'm happy with it. I still think he can definitely win yep. it. I'm not writing him off by any means. Do you think he needs to do it. But I think more? I think someone else is box seat currently. Yeah. But I'll get to that. Ty, your player is Rochelle. Rochelle. Yeah. Look, I did really think up until maybe a week and a half ago that he was box seat. Yep. Big time. But the last week and a half, um, I just don't think he's been at the same level. It's I think quiet. he might be... He's gone a bit quiet. Tied in and similar to Errol Goulden last year, he started the season really well, got an early nom, um, started really well and then just died off a little bit through the middle. I hope it doesn't happen to Rochelle, but um, there's another bloke that I think is probably in front of him and it's not either of your two tips either. Okay. All right. So, let's talk box seat. Yep. Neville, who's currently in the box seat in your eyes. Do you think Dacos... All right, so so give me the bloke you're most fearful of. Or, or if it's two. Okay, I'll give you the two, mate. And why? Nick Martin, for me, is the form form rookie in the comp right now. He's kicking bags. He's arguably one of Essendon's best players so far this year, which is massive for a rookie. Um, the other one is the Blonde Bombshell, Backstreet Boy, Jack Genovan, mate. Yep. And because he... 
because of the whole, I think, Kane Corns thing. Just extra media. It brought him into the media. It has, but it's, I think it's gotten the public on his side. Because no, because initially Corns is a shock. Kane Corns is a shock jock, mate. Like he's paid to create drama. So people are going to go against him. And mate, but he's, he's doing what he needs to do on the field. He's flashy. Correct. So, yeah. Ty, box seat, mate, for you? My box seat is Nick Martin. Yeah. Yep. yep. He, he's the one that I think he's been consistent all year. He hasn't uh, gone up, down. He's just been flat, consistent. Yep. Had a couple of really standout games. And on a team that's only won one game, I think, for the year. They only won one, I'm pretty sure. Um, or f- so stuff all, yeah, anyway. It doesn't matter. Yeah, um, he's all. been really good uh, kicking goals nearly every week. Might only be one, you know. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, cool, mate. Uh, I tend to be in agreement. Um, I think Jack Martin's body of work has, has definitely been the Nick. best. Nick. Oh, sorry, Nick Martin. Yeah, Jack's He's, been shit. Yeah, Jack's been <laughs> Jack garbage. has been garbage. Um, For about 10 Nick's years. Nick's body of work's been the, the best. He find, you know, he finds space. He's just got all the, the footy IQ on the field that, yeah, it's, it's the most noticeable. For me, I personally think, as long as the Nick Dacos story continues to stay a bit quieter outside of mm. Pies fans themselves... I think a dollar ninety is actually a piss take, in my opinion. Mm. I don't think he's doing anything wrong by any means, and I think he's an extremely talented footballer. But his job right now, and all he wants to do in his job right now, is be safe with the ball. Does not make errors, makes great decisions, but is not by any means flashy. He's not by any means hitting a scoreboard, um, and just he's just doing things well. But he's not nearly a star of the competition in my eyes this year. So. It's, I think the the sounds like Scott Pendlebury the way you're describing him there, just oh, not making yeah. any well, mistakes, doing everything right. What's Jack McRae done in the last five years of his footy career? And that bloke can't crack the top ten in a Brownlow vote. <laughs> <laughs> so, just doing things well doesn't always see you highlighted as well as much as maybe it what comes they're making the out story. of story. A dollar right. ninety is is not nearly where he should be at. That's for sure. Mm. Without the story before it, the story's gone quiet. Too, and that's not to say the story right. won't get him over the line. But I'm going to put currently Jack Ginevan slightly above Zach Merritt, and it is because of the media. Been bought into the media. Any publicity is good publicity. And Zach, despite Zach the fact Merritt. that Jack Ginevan, I said. Zach Merritt. What's that? Yeah, you did say Zach Merritt. You said Jack Ginevan above Zach Merritt. Oh, sorry. Above. Bloody hell, Nick Martin. <laughs> oh, I'm struggling with the S in the boat. <laughs> this is what happens when he doesn't bring his paper. The reason being, he is flashy. And all he does is every time he's in the media is proves them wrong. If he continues to prove people wrong for at least three to four more weeks, mm. that'll nearly be all he needs to do and then just keep doing the same consistent uh, stuff throughout the rest much of the year. Much to ties to smoke. Because he's hitting the scoreboard way more than anybody else in that nominated category. And he's in he's probably in the papers even more than Nick Dacos right now or Jason Orr Francis. Mm. But who knows? But So what are we at with... Nick Nick Martin we know is at nine dollars. What is Ginevan at? Six bucks. Is he still fifteen? Uh, sorry, Nick Martin's six bucks. Ginevan's fifteen. 15 yeah. yeah. Okay. All right. Yeah. I just yeah. And he's overs at fifteen. It's just huge. We, it's just huge value. I guess that's why I posed the question earlier. But yeah. Uh, anyway, Nick Martin, Jack Ginevan from the bar currently is who we think is probably box seating. Yep. So if you like him as well, get on board. Okay, fellas, is there anyone else out there that is at way bigger odds? than they deserve to be. Ben Hobbs. And that'll wrap up Star Chat here. Ben Hobbs, 101 Ooh. at Essendon. Yep. Um, he's he's come on the last couple of weeks and just... Um, he's played really, really strong footy. 
Yep. All right. Thompson. So he's Essendon, correct? Yeah, yeah that's Dobbs. right. Yep. Yep. And uh, Nev, have you found him. anyone? Or you mate, don't really think there is anyone that's oh, above mate, the odds they should I think there's someone that's way overs, but I think because I believe he may have got a nomination last year that I think he'll be overlooked this year. And that's young Braden Campbell. Mate, he has been absolutely unbelievable for Sydney. Off that halfback line. Is he eligible? Yeah, Holy mate. Shit. He's, eligible. he's paying $81. He hasn't been nommed yet. Mate, he has been unreal. He's a massive part of that back line. Um, his ball delivery is absolutely immense. The issue is he's a he's a halfback flanker, and they just don't get talked about. So, Fair. Um, yeah. Like, I, I, and the other fact that being nom last year, you think there's think, any chance they get overlooked? It probably counts a bit against him, mate. Yeah, I, think. I would agree yeah, with that. So, um, mate, I, I personally think he is probably in the top five that's eligible for this. Best players in the comp that's eligible for Rising Star, I just don't think he'll get it because of the position he plays. It's a bit thankless. Yeah, fair so. enough, mate. Fair enough. Um, look, it's pretty hard to really nail one down. The only one I'd suggest, probably because he's already in their best 22, and if he consolidates their spot, uh, his spot, I should say, um, I think he's got a big game just around the corner, and I, I just think he'll at least get a nom, which always puts you in the hunt, and that's probably uh, Nathan O'Driscoll there for Fremantle. Oh, yeah. So. Yep. At $41, there's no question he's got a fair bit of talent. If he can get a little bit more rotation through the middle as well, then who knows? Um, yeah, you certainly wouldn't be putting a lot on no. due to the fact that Fife's going to return to that midfield as well. It could even push him out of the side altogether yep. when someone from the middle has to come towards the wing and he might be demoted further. Yep. But if he holds his spot, $41... He'll probably you know, get a nom, I reckon. Yeah, I'd, I'd probably have him around the $20 right yep. now. Um, he's, he's probably talented... Above some of those ahead of him. So, yep. <laughs> All right. Very good, fellas. Well, that's it for Rising Star tonight. It's time to get into our vote count, boys. And at the end of this, we will talk um, Brownlow team leaders from the bar. So uh, stick around, guys. So, all right. Who wants to kick off uh, the first game of the round? Well, I'll kick off. How about that? Uh, we had the Tigers-Eagles, the bloodbath. Um, and I think this was fairly easy. Tom Lynch, three votes. It was easy for Richmond. Christ. Yeah, <laughs> mate. Um, Tom Lynch, what did he kick? 7-5 or something? Yeah. 7-5, 14 marks. It just, yeah. Yeah. Yep. Three votes. Yeah, like, speechless. That's how good his game was, mate. It was fucking unreal. Yep. <laughs> it was his 200th game as well. Yeah, well, yeah. Um, so, yeah. And, and that... Bloody autocorrects got into my phone again, and Tom Lunch gets the three bucks. <laughs> <laughs> Tom Lunch, he'll be, oh. some, he'll be paying a bit. <laughs> uh, all right, he didn't get my three votes, boys. So, Shy Bolton. You got problems. Got the three votes for me, and I will not be putting a can on this. because it, it <laughs> Eat your own ass, then. It could have gone either way. <laughs> either way, but my honest belief is a bloke that's as good a talent as he is, everyone knows how talented he is, if you miss five set shots, for me, you weren't actually the best, if that makes sense. So I'm not having that. Seven goals is brilliant. It's always up there for me. But missing five set shots, you can be demoted for me. And Shy Bolton's second half was bloody unreal. Interesting. Okay. Weird. Wrong. Who's your two um, votes? Shy Bolton, two votes. Clearly um, behind Tom Lynch. Yeah, Shy got mine too. He was outstanding. And um, and I had a bet with Short to be the leading disposal getter, so I was watching Shay very very closely, and uh, he, was he was everywhere, wasn't he? He was hunting the ball, and they <laughs> were just they were looking for him as well. 
Like, they wanted it in his hands. Yep. Uh, my two obviously <laughs> went to Tom Lynch. Jack. Around there. And uh, your disposal winner tie, Jaden Short, got my one boat. Um, just bulk pill. Yeah. Yep. Um, should have this. That bet is, is our best bet for the bar. Would have been uh, nice, but, mate. Uh, we'll get anyway, to that later. We'll get to that, yeah. Oof, you I'm surprised you didn't blow up on nuclear that. Nuclear on you. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I did in the chat. Don't worry. Piss take. <laughs> anyway, um, yeah, you're right. Jaden Short. Um, big move into the middle for him, too. So he's got plenty of ball off the half-back line, but this time he actually got thrown into the guts and dominated. Yeah, fair, mate. Um, yeah, toss of the coin, this one, for me. They are a team that's well-balanced, but... Camden McIntosh bobbed up for the one vote for me. Who? Um, Camden McIntosh. Oh, okay. He and Kane Lambert made me realise just how much Richmond's system relies on their fringe players. I won't get overexcited with them due to the fact it was against West Coast, but when their fringe players are back, gee whiz, they get their old footy back. Holy shit, they look unreal. And Camden McIntosh, he got three goals, so yeah, 21's disposed out of the middle. You gotta remember North Melbourne looked unreal against the Eagles. Mm. I said I won't take too much into it. Won't read too much into it. It's West Coast. But Alright. That's enough, buds. So I've got Frio cats here. Fuck. Now I'm I'm glad he did. (laughs) We need to pre plan this. But uh, anyway, disappointing game for me. Frio won, I think, didn't they? Frio did win by three points as a ripper last uh, time. Most restrictive team in the comp, we said last Mm. week, fellas. Spot on there. um, Yeah, pretty interesting that, that those first two games. We very clearly highlighted that West Coast suck against tall forwards. Yep. And Lynch scored seven goals, five. Um, Rewalt kicked three, three goals. Four, yep. um, and Cameron kicked seven. And, and then the Jeremy before. Cameron kicked zero goals against Frio, being a very restrictive um, defence. So anyway, enough of that shit. Uh, Tom Stewart <laughs> gets the three votes. Um, best game I've seen him play, just... 40 touches, dominated, um, 962 metres, 11 intercept possessions and 14 marks, which hits the criteria. This guy is our three-vote getter, no doubt, in a losing team. Ditto. Yeah, mate, if I could have, I would have given the 3-2 and the 1. That's how much better he was than every other prick on that field. We wouldn't have been surprised if you did, Nev. Try that. I tried, but... I would have been surprised. (laughs) (laughs) See him give three votes to a Geelong player. But anyway, um, and a 2 and a 1. Akers gets the two votes. Uh, he was Frio's best, I thought. Uh, very good player. And I think he's out this week, Nev. Uh, he is, mate. H&S. H&S. But he's not relevant. Yeah, well. Yes, I play Akers. We are on a roll here. He got my two as well. He's having a very good year. Once he got his wing roll threatened, he's gone, I'll fucking dig me toes in here, fellas. <laughs> I'm ready right. to go. Yeah. Yeah. It's his good to nick- see. nickname at the club is Blakers. Very good response. Yeah. He was um he was acres behind Stewart on the weekend, but he did get two <laughs> votes. So yes, well he wasn't actually acres behind. He's only um, 300 meters in uh, gain. But uh, anyway, Kim Guthrie gets the one vote for me, boys. Shit joke, by the way. Tom. Oh, that wasn't a joke. That was a stat. That's hot. That's He's 300 meters behind. Next. Yeah, Kim Guthrie uh, gets the one vote. 35 touches, 14 contested possessions, just led the ground and led the ground in clearances as well. Uh, good game from him in the absence of Paddy Dangerfield. Fair enough. And my one vote went to, uh, because they're the winning side, the one vote also to the winning side, Andy Brayshaw on this one. I but mean, I do have mentioned Guthrie, unlucky. Doesn't mean doesn't shit. Doesn't mean shit, Bards. Glad. Just want to hear that come out of your mouth, Ty. <laughs> um, I went your way, Bards, just because they won. Um, I think Brayshaw might get the nod with the one there. So It was very close for me, too. Yeah. I just... I, it was, it was a, a toss-up, sure. mate. If I went mm-hmm. on last year's 
perimeters the way I do, they would have got half a vote each. True. All right, fellas, moving on to GWS Adelaide game. Uh, I'll kick this off with Josh Kelly getting three votes in this one. Uh, 41 disposals, so he led the disposal count there by six. And that's over a couple of good getters too. Uh, seven clearances, he led that as well. He also had seven inside 50s. He led that as well. And he had 11 score involvements. He led that as well. Josh Kelly, three votes. Three votes to Josh Kelly. Excellent. Um, Toby Green got the two votes for me. Uh, he doesn't take long to get back into the form, this year, little fella. So I think he kicked four from memory. Yeah, 4-1, 17 disposals. He was electric. And of course, as much as umpires hate him, the crowd loves him. So everything he did was noticed. I actually went with a different GWS player, mate. I went with Jesse Hogan. Um, three goals, three, 18 disposals for the forward, 10 marks as well, and he made some tackles. His forward pressure was really good, and, mate, he was a he was really, really good for them, so I think it's the best game he's probably played for them. Mm. I haven't gone with the team hopper there. I've gone with uh, Toby Green as well, Bard. I thought he was brilliant. Very good, mate. And my one vote, this was split decision for me, but I don't sit on the fence like you, Neville. I Bartos. don't anymore, you flog. Ah, Scott saw. <laughs> Abusive. Uh, my one vote went to Jesse Hogan. Just got the nod over Isaac Cumming. Good man. Well, my one vote went to Isaac Cumming. Well, He's here. I am Cumming. going with Keys for the one vote. Uh, ben Ooh, Keys found a place for him. Twenty-seven touches and a goal. Um, is it, it was pretty good again, and he's captaining the team this week. Mm. Deserves to be mate. What a legend. Mm, Ex line. <coughs> I'm going to get his signature one day. Jeez, I love him. <laughs> Um, all right, next game, Nev. All righty, Demons Hawks. A uh, lot closer than I thought, actually. It was a closely fought game. Um, Demons came out the winner, but my three votes went to the bearded beast, Max Gorn. Three votes, mate. He kicked two two snags again. 35 hitouts, marks, tackles, 29 disposals. Wow. If you watch, wow! If you watch one quarter of this game, Max Gorn gets it. Yeah. If you watch all four yeah. quarters of the game, Max Gorn gets, gets it, it three times. He gets yeah. he gets all the votes for the year. That was unreal. Absolutely <coughs> dominated by Gorney. So yep, agree. Uh old Ginger Oliver, two votes, thirty three disposals, um, tackles, marks, you name it. He's on fire, the little fella. He's making a run. He is ugly as hell, but uh, he gets a two votes. <laughs> Jeez, you'd hate, to see what, you, you'd hate to see what we say about you behind you your back. mirror? <laughs> oh, I don't look that bad. It's I hard to get a bad probably haircut all, when you're bald. <laughs> probably all broken, never. Probably ever. got his eyes closed. <laughs> <laughs> all right, Oliver got my two. Uh, my one vote went to Christian. I couldn't find a room for a hawk. I just thought they sort of spread it a bit, and I don't think Dylan Moore will get the vote because he cost me last year, so he's banned from getting a vote. <laughs> Petraka won. Tybo. Yeah, I went with uh, James Sicily. I thought, sick dog again. Mm. He is he has come back and doesn't look like he's missed a beat. He's yep. actually better. I, I think will, he's improved. He, I think he's probably better, yeah. I yeah. will agree with you, Ty. Sicily got 13 marks in this game and he was an absolute pillar there, so he got my one vote. How many intercepts? I probably ten. Uh, cracked the criteria. Ten. Ten, so bam, bam. Correct. All right, Port Saints now. What a cracker. One point in it. I've gone... Cracker? Cracker. It was a shit game. It was a cracker. Any any game that's one point is a cracker. No, it's not. People were lucky to get over seven disposals in this torrid fucking affair. So, look. Yeah, no, you're right. <laughs> but I've gone with Carl Amon with the three votes. Best on? Yep. 
Oh. He, he had 23 touches. 18 of them were kicks. Um, lead inside 50s. Had a shitload of metres gained. Um, I just It was very close all over the ground, but I've gone with Carl. All right. My three votes went to a bloke. I'm not sure if you've heard of him. Uh, by the name of Ollie Wines. Uh, 27 disposals and a goal. Kept his kept his team in the contest when it mattered. Ultimately, they got over the line by one point. So I thought that was enough for a bloke that has won a Brownlow and is in the umpire's eyes every time he strolls out there. I couldn't even see Carl Aim on the lighting was that bad. Dead set. I didn't even know he was out there. Jack Steele, three votes. My wow. opinion, he was best on ground, mate. 27 disposals, eight tackles in the wet. Also, spread spread the pack to get some marks. So, yeah, Jack okay, Steele. Okie Nev, that's enough out of you, mate. I had Jack Steele for two votes. He was very good. Good man. Uh-huh. Could definitely see him out there. Oh, I had Jack Steele for two as well. My two votes went to Ollie Wines, Bards. You said it all. He was bloody good. He was very good. But, um, yeah, no, he got my one as well. You're right. My one vote went to Ryan Burton. Weird and strange. I know it's not a common name, but he was the only guy that controlled that game from his boot. Ryan is probably one of the most common yeah, Australian it's pretty names. Pretty common name. Oh, you dickhead. Apart from Ben, <laughs> Ryan is very kicks, common. Twenty-one kicks out of his twenty-five, and he took nine marks. There wasn't many taking nine marks out there, so he was very noticeable. Not enough intercepts, mate. Very, very noticeable. Um, I went with he another. Took Eleven intercepts. All right, oh, fuck. He's hit the criteria. <laughs> The game was oh, that, no. yeah, no, the game right. was that pass. I don't think it matters what team they came from. But Seb Ross got my one vote. Thirty-one disposals, twenty-four of them were kicks as well. So he was always using the it by boot. And yeah, I just thought he was, yeah, okay. just behind he, the other two. He needed two. ten marks to get awesome. the criteria, mate. All right, boys. Carlton North are next. I believe I'm up. You, you are. are. And this is pretty simple because this bloke keeps turning up. He's Patty my boy. Cripps. 35 disposals, one goal, two. Watts or Hammy, no such thing. Patrick Cripps. Was that some kind of rhyme? A bit of a jingle in the end, wasn't it? Patrick but three Cripps, votes for Cripper. Three votes. Yeah. Oh, I had written down Cripper and then dot, dot, fuck. Because <laughs> he is so freaking good, eh? This is outstanding. Yeah. What a season he's putting together. He's starting to launch a serious assault. Um, and two votes went to Harry Mackay for me. Um the big unit was he's just too bloody good up there. Uh, four goals, only fifteen disposals on Otai, but eleven marks, like come on. Out of control. Mm. Two votes. My two votes went to Survivor Sam Doherty. Thirty three disposals. Twenty of those by foot. He was unreal back there, mate, and he just yeah, tatted on a string. Yes, I had the heart and soul of the blues as well. Uh with the two votes, Nev. Sam Doherty, two. Yeah, didn't find him, boys. Now, At this, all. No, and this one's a bit unusual. Now, do, it, you, you could be right because Doherty flew home, right? He didn't have many disposals in that first half. He was pretty quiet from from memory. But I actually thought Jack Nunes offered a shitload. Hit the scoreboard, 22 disposals. I just really liked his game. It's an unusual one, but I liked him. Just yeah. when I think you're smart, but yeah, you fucking say and, dumb you, shit. Yeah, you just go and wreck it. about that, mate? <laughs> Harry Mackay, one vote. Yeah, I had Harry as well. Correct. Nice little sweep there between us, Tybo. Yeah, nice. Cheers, Biggies. Righto, Pi Suns, that me. Yeah, go for Pi it. Suns, three votes. Took Miller. I know they got beaten, but, mate, I don't think anyone came close to his his game, mate. He was bloody good. Hit the scoreboard twice, 36 disposals, more of them by kicks than by hand as well. Yeah. 
Back mm. to his best. Yeah. You took the words right out of my mouth. He got three. You took my breath away. You got my three. <laughs> um, now, I went with the uh, the older of the Dacos brothers in Josh for my two votes. Mate, I just remember seeing that bloke everywhere in the game. I really do. Um, I gave... He, he kicked two goals, 20 disposals. I just... Re- I don't know. I just remember seeing that mullet all game. So, yeah, he got my two. Mm. I had Josh as well. Oh, did you? No, I did. Oh, I thought it was a bit... Well, I, no. Yeah, I thought I might have been a bit off-centre there, but... Yeah, no, he... He's he's actually playing really really he well, and this is a bit football. of a breakout. I think Brownlow was for him. I think he'll get a lot, Third lot of year, votes. I believe. Yeah. Yeah, uh, right. I do agree with what you said. He, you do notice him a lot, a hell of a lot, because he always he always takes on that it's first defender hair. and sidesteps. Usually he beats two sometimes before he delivers, so mm. he's noticeable. But for me, he faded like all shit in this game, and I didn't even notice him in the second half. Whereas uh, Crispy. Uh, Jack Crisp well, I thought it was really really good and I thought he was easily Collingwood's best well mate Jack, two votes just to mention that Jack Crisp did get my one vote good so yeah, I didn't have him at all oh. um, he was very close doesn't mean shit no worries does not mean sorry, shit sorry mate we were a bit sort behind of. on that weren't yeah, we yeah you were a bit shocked you? weren't you just sick of listening um, to I went you. with Lipinski yeah good um, game good game yeah I thought he played really well 12 score involvement inside the ground, 30 touches. Mm. Big game yeah. from him. Didn't feature in my votes, but it was a good game. My check got my one vote. Just wanted to give the, the main goal scorer of the game a vote here because it was close enough. Yep. Can I just say, on behalf of the Suns too, they were, I wouldn't say they were ever necessarily in the game for winning it, but just when they got close enough that they could have found momentum to come over the top of these, one of the shittest decisions I've seen this year happened when two Suns were running back to the goal square to take the oh. mark. And... One literally just pulled out of the way when he realised his teammate was in a better spot to take the mark, and the umpire called it a block. In defence, it was sorry, called it a block, free kick to Collingwood, straight yeah. up, dead set. I lost no my shit, chance eh? whatsoever. Was there a block in that? They both ran back over the shoulder for the mark, and one last second got called out of it, stopped and just stood there, and the Pies bloke just had to literally go around him, but he had eyes for the ball until literally it went into his teammate's hands disgraceful decision and cost the Suns any fucking chance of coming back in that one. Mm. I was very angry. Bastards. You almost got you love Collingwood too. Wait, mostly because I mentioned on the bar last week Gold Coast will beat the Pies this weekend. Did you, did you say anything <laughs> about eating not. anything? Nope. <laughs> <laughs> we'll get you. Tobo, you're up. Second last game. Dog's Essendon. Is this me, is it? It is right, you, I have uh, Josh Dunkley with the three votes. Quite simple. He was best on ground. Couple yep. of goals. He's making a bit of a run here, boys, and he got my three votes as well. He is the market mover on the Brownlow market. Three votes, Josh Dunkley. Mate, he is making a run. He is making a run. Uh, the two votes I've given to Marcus Bontempelli. Uh, probably a bit of name involved in this one, but uh, I thought he played really well, uh, well enough to get uh, get the points there anyway. Kicked a goal, hit the scoreboard, had plenty of touches. Yeah, I went with Jack McRae, but I can see where you're coming from, Tybo. But um, I like Jack McRae's body work in this one. So, what do you call him? Voldemort. Voldemort. He who must yeah. not be named, mate. I snuck him in there with uh, two votes on this one. My, t- my two went to a bomber, actually, in Darcy Parish. Um, just bulk pill again. Um, yeah. Just I just think he may get the two votes. I think the game is close enough. So for mm. a while I think dogs just kicked away late. They just went bang, bang, bang late. So yep. really put the icing on it. 
Yeah, I'd Parrish for the one vote there, Nev. Uh, 32 touches. He had eight score involvements as well. And he just does that thing where he'll, he'll break out of the middle with a couple of really clear How often clearances. does he do it, eh? Every like... game, a couple of times every game. And they're really clear clearances where he just runs with the footy straight out of there. Doesn't just boot it straight away. Yep. Fair enough, boys. Uh, I found Jordan Ridley in this one. Um, now, the reason being, I think Aaron Norton's name's big enough for umpires to know when a really good key forward gets shut out of a game. And for me, Jordan Ridley was the main reason that Aaron Norton got shut out of this game. Um, I thought he was really, really good. And I just think it's... it's it's There's minimal... There's only few jobs on a footy field that get noticed by actual umpires outside of coaches. Coaches will notice this stuff, but not necessarily umpires. But I think with a name like Norton or a name like Jeremy Cameron getting held to nil, stuff like that, you might get a one vote. He'd never get above that, but he might get one. So I'm going with Ridley. And can I just say, Essendon, where they don't find someone in that midfield with the testicles to kick the football, they're never going to win games again. They're so low on confidence that they're all on the handball train. 20 handballs by Parrish. I think it was 27 by Merritt. It's disgraceful. Have the agates to kick the ball. Don't be scared of being the guy that makes a mistake. And you'll win games of footy. Um, that whole Ridley thing, I reckon you've got to get off the fucking mushrooms. <laughs> <laughs> Dead set. Is that what you Ridley think? <laughs> <laughs> Jack hey, McRae. Hey, Mark's Jack McRae, one vote. Get over yourself. All right, buds. Go for it. <laughs> Brisbane Swans, mate. Take us away. It's weird to Pretty. see Brisbane have the last game of the round, isn't it? It is, but I like it because I get it. So that's nice. Um... Pretty simple one, boys. Best on ground was <laughs> a former Brownlow medalist, Lockie Neal. Three John votes. Read his stats. No, nah, we don't need his not. stats, mate. No. Three votes. Lock, Lockie Neal. Yep. Lock he, it in. He brought his bag and he stuffed it with stats, buds. Yep. Um, and it's, he it, gets a three. It's like when he knows he's over the 30 disposal mark too. He just makes sure he gets a goal there as well to mm. ice it. And he does it so often. A lot of tackles yep. too. Um, two votes for me. This bloke. Now, this is weird, but I've had him in my votes a bit lately. And he's been he's kept him in the game again here this week. And it's Lance Franklin with six goals straight. When you're kicking six straight, you are one of the best. Yeah, you're not on the mushrooms with that one, Bards. Lance Franklin, two votes. He is one of the best, and he's got uh, two votes. And, uh, the We've sneaky, got a chance here, boys. The sneaky snake himself. No, I you've... found it very, very hard to give this. But Dane Zorko, no. one vote. Two goals, three. He had 22 disposals. The little mozzie was everywhere. Eight marks. Um, he did it. He did it all. He was ne- he was Brisbane's next best, and they won the games. So. Back on the shrooms. Yeah, mate. He had two free kicks against, so he's got no chance. Um, <laughs> could be right. Cal Mills got my one, mate. Um, I think it was between him or Parker for the one vote. I think he just gets in front because he's kicked because he kicked a goal this week, and Parker was goalless. I agree with Neville. Oh, another cheeky little, little sweep. Cheeky sweep. Two the clearances for Cal Mills this week, mate. That's all right, mate. He played a different role this week, that. didn't he? Hey, we're all entitled to our opinions. Now. That's our and votes. Yours is That's wrong. our votes. That is our votes, boys. So, it is time to get into... Well, first of all, who's winning? Who's winning the Brownlow for us, Patrick boys? Cripps, mate. Individually, who is winning your Brownlow and by how many votes? Patrick Cripps by the length of the Flemington Strait. Bullshit, he can't be that far. That's Patrick a long Cripps way. by three votes. I've got him by two. Buds? Buds? I'm just fine. If you had your paper, mate, you'd be there. <laughs> you had it down. I've got Patrick Cripps by two as well. Yeah, that's smart. <laughs> that's smart. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Oh. Brownlow team votes, boys. So, 
this is just the cross-sectional of the three of us here at the bar. And who is currently leading for our each each team? Each so team. Nev, <coughs> yes. Whoever wants to, boys, run through the. We'll go top of the ladder to the bottom with the teams currently. Well, I'll bring up the markets. Real is that pain easiest in the tour, ass. or have you got no. to set auto, mate? No. Well, let's go in alphabetical order. All right. Let's That's do the way that. the spreadsheet goes. Yeah. And what we'll do is we go through and we're going to mention obviously who is leading yep. for the bar currently for their team, and we're going to give our little input as to whether or not we think they're a genuine lock probably now before they shorten or if there's a bit too much danger around them still. Yep. Okie doke. So, you ready, Neville? Yep, mate. Adelaide Crows. Yep. Uh, we've got Ben Keys that is uh, right in front here. Um, he is about four four to five clear oh. uh, of Ben Keys. So, what I'm going to do is I'll tell you what our... So, our bars tally, which will be all of our votes added together. Yep. So, to get their actual number, you just divide it by three. But I'm not going to do that because... Uh, <laughs> Don't have time for that shit. But uh, Ben Keys, 21 votes. Taylor Walker, second. And Rory Laird on 10 votes apiece. Okay. okay. So, Ben Keys, $2.15. Yep. Oh, leading. Really? He's leading. But Laird's very close behind on $2.50. Right. So, $2.15 is pretty good for someone who is... What's that? Four or five votes clear. Of Tex. Crows. Is that right? And Tex and Laird and are both Laird, who's at $2.50. Yep. All right. Um... I personally won't ha- wouldn't have him as a lock mm. I wouldn't for the Brownlow team. Either. I think Laird's mm. pure massive disposal and the fact that he's in the umpire's eyes last year so heavily, yep. I um I just yeah he so wouldn't be a lock wait. for me. It's a wait. Mm. Wait for I, you, I think, Ty. Would yeah, you agree yeah. with that? Oh, oh, technically you could, but I I think I reckon that, you get better value uh, later. I think that Ben Keys is going to just um, keep doing what he's doing, and we've already established him as one of those guys that's going to be right up there in the Brownlow count this year. It's his his turn to, to break out and be top three. Uh, so I think I, I would just take that 215. I think he's going to come in big time. You'd be on board, mate. Yeah, I'd yep. be on board with 215. Yep. Last uh, last year, Ben Keys had 11 votes yep. and uh, Rory Laird 16. That's okay. right. So just Laird missed the first three, three weeks. This, three this weeks year. This yep. year, yeah. Okay. Um, yep. Anyway, uh, Brisbane. So... Lockie Neal. Dollar and five. Don't even need to talk about that. Yep. Is there still a market for them? Just. Dollar and five. All right. Next best is Jared Lyons on $15. Yeah, Neil Neil's on 36 for us. Uh, next best is 14 with Lyons. Uh, Carlton next. Uh, no surprise, it's Patrick Cripps. He is a long way in front of anyone else. Dollar 20. So Walsh. he's paying more... Walsh second now, on $4.50. Worth mentioning, we can't, we can't multi any teams yet. Not, not, yet. Right. not with Sportsbet. We'll ch- yeah. check other, we will check other avenues this week, but uh, currently we can't. But when that becomes available, all these guys become relevant again too. But yep. at the moment, we're moving on. Who did you get that Couldn't on last year, Buds? Uh, it was actually uh, Tats. So, T-A-B. Yeah. Tats Bet. Yep. Uh, they multi-ed teams before any other agency, yeah. Yeah. I don't think we could get any others, could we? Oh, we got Sportsbet really late. Yeah. Yeah. Really late. That's right. All right. Uh, Jordan Degoe at Collingwood uh, is our leader. Only just, though, in front of Jack Crisp. So, uh, Degoe's 17 for us and uh, Jack Crisp with 13. Well, the market uh, pretty much solidifies that. They're both at $2.25. Mm-hmm. Uh, that's a wait. That's all. too close at the moment, yeah. I believe. If you were to lean one way currently, who would you project to be winning that battle at Collingwood? Oh. 
I'm going to say Dugowie because he's more flashy and can just so hack up and bob games. up with them so, games. So perfect examples why we should be leaving it alone. Because exactly. I think Jack Crisp will beat him. Well, there you so. go. I would think yep. so. Goey. That's a wait there. Uh, mm-hmm. Essendon, we've got Darcy Parrish, who... Well, Zach Merritt doesn't have a vote for us. Isn't that interesting? Mm. Not a vote. No, not a single vote. Okay, well, so Darcy yeah. Parrish, dollar sixty-five. Zach Merritt's next on three seventy-five. Well, you're you not going to get Zach Merritt's been out for quite a few weeks with that. You're knee. not going to get a better value. For How Parrish, far ahead's Parrish now for us? Twenty-six votes he's got. So what divided by three? So oh, he's on sorry, eight. He's on sorry. eight. Eight yep. or nine, roughly. Okay. Yep. Yep. Uh, very good. He'd probably be a lock, boys, but he's a dollar sixty. Agreed. Yep. I don't think you get anything. They won't run him down, yeah, though. Higher than that. Uh, Andrew Brayshaw. Now, I don't know. if Do we mention this bet on the bar? We have. First pod? We have. We did. So we put it After on. After we placed it, yep. Yeah. And and he was paying five bucks. Start of the season. Start of the season. Andrew Brayshaw. Yep. Anyone want to guess what he's paying now? Dollar and five. Yeah, correct. <laughs> <laughs> It's almost like wow. you it up. How it's it's going to be difficult to even um, multi teams this year so, due to the fact that yeah. they'll be so short their lead. Well, well with a few. When when those come out, there's always value, boys. They start chucking in the withouts, so there'll be a without True. Brayshaw market. Um, he's thirty five votes for us, which yeah, um, twelve. Yep. yep, roughly twelve. About twelve, correct. And uh, Schiltz is next with twelve votes. Schultz. His own. Interesting. So, yep, very good. Geelong Cats next. Uh, greatest team of all. And uh, Jeremy Cameron is leading the way in front yeah. of Patrick Dangerfield. Very interesting. That is pretty interesting. I would have thought Hawkins would have been right because up there, but he's down a Danger's the favourite at two bucks. Well, of course he would be. Jeremy Cameron at five, Guthrie at seven. Yep. So Cameron's second. Wow. Yep. Yep. Uh, well, we've seen how Danger can play footy. He just... We just don't believe Jeremy Cameron will will finish that in front. I don't. I don't. No, 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 I no. hate putting Geelong in because they spread the votes. No, but it's so no, but it's players. just it's just for their team alone. Nev. Yeah, Jer- no, we have Jeremy I mean. Cameron on top. Will he stay there? No. Agreed. So, no, but I don't know who's going to finish. No, no, on no. Top. It's been no, seven man, rounds. So we're not betting on Geelong. And yet. a Geelong player is only polled in two games. Like one player is only polled in two games. Yeah. Um, Whereas uh, when we looked at Fremantle, Brayshaw is pulled in every game except one. Yep. Yep. Uh, yeah. So they're just spread. So we're not going to touch them, fuckers. Uh, Gold Coast. <laughs> <laughs> Gold Coast Suns. Uh, Took Miller, no surprise, is leading the way. Dollar forty. And Matt Rowell, second. Five dollars. Uh, sorry, Noah Anderson, second. Noah vote. Anderson's five dollars fifty. Yep. And Rowell is one vote behind him. Yep. Very good. Uh. We well. I would suggest that it'll stay that way. I think it, Tuchel yeah, probably yeah. I think finish Tuchel for them. Tuchel. Yep. Yep. That's clever. But GWS yeah, no value there, boys. We have Tom Green at the top of the GWS list. Yep. Hasn't polled in the last three weeks though. It's gone quiet. Yeah, pretty. Three dollars seventy-five for Tom Green. Josh Kelly's tying for three dollars seventy-five, with Tim Taranto at four dollars. What about Toby? Toby Green's at six dollars and Cogs is at eight dollars, so that's a quite open open race, I reckon. Mm-hmm. They were last year too. Yeah, uh, Josh Kelly was paying two seventy five or something, I think. Yeah, really, really last hard. Year, the end hard of the season. team, I think. All right. I think that's a so at the moment, though, we have Tom Green. Basically, do we see him staying nope. their leader? Not a chance. No, I, I could not play it. Even though Agreed. as much as I like the player, yep. I just don't think he can do it all season. All right, stay away. The Hawks. Now uh, we have. Oh, is that a 
fucking typo. Holy shit. Uh, James Sicily is, is leading, but second place, we have Mitchell. Yep. Mitchell Lewis. Nope. Whoa. Yeah. He's got one best on ground for us. Uh, Tom Mitchell has only polled. He hasn't polled for all of us unanimously Coach is any, killing him, mate. any single game. He's, he's polled four, uh, sorry, three ones um, in separate games. So, yeah, whenever one of us has bet on him, the others haven't. Well, he's yep. the favourite. At Tom dollar so, Tom Mitchell's favourite. Mitch Lewis ain't even on the fucking. Ain't We're even on the, out of interest. Well, he's got three votes. Really, but no, but our, best on ground, but our yeah. no, but our leading yep. guy is James Sisley, is it not? That's right. Yeah. What's yep. James Sisley paying? Eight dollars. Eight dollars. Mm-hmm. That's pretty. Do we see James Sisley staying on top for Hawthorne? No. Well, you I wouldn't don't. think so. I do. Do you? Well, yeah. he's playing well enough. So, I technically, he's on I would four be votes. willing. Personally, at eight dollars, I'd be willing to have a fighter at eight dollars for James Sisley. I think he's doing as much as anyone in that team, mm-hmm. and I don't see it changing the way Sam Mitchell's running their team. Yeah, would, How yeah, many clear Mitchell's of Tom Mitchell do we have much. him on average? Uh, he's three votes. If we want it back, One he's vote. three votes Two clear. Votes. He's three. Okay. No, he's oh, three oh, votes three. clear. Cool. So listen, hey, from a bar's perspective, we're saying no, he won't stay there. Mm. I'm individually. Yep. I'm gonna have a play on that one, boys. Yeah. I think you could definitely play it, but it would be risky. Well, the value's there. I'm having a play. Mm. Eight bucks—that's good money. Uh, Melbourne Demons next. Now this one. But he does have a mouth. You could not touch <laughs> this with a ten-foot pole. Uh, we have twenty-eight votes apiece for Oliver and Petraka. They're drawing two at the top. Petraka two dollars and five. Yep. Clayton Oliver two dollars twenty-five. There you go. And then we have Max Gorn, um, which technically will be one vote behind. Six dollars. Um, with, uh, yeah, 24. All right. Yeah. Next so in that we line, haven't tied anyway. Oliver and Petraka. Don't we? So... It's a wait. Yeah, we can't touch can't that. Touch. It's a toss of the coin. It's a toss <laughs> of the they coin. They take it in turns. It's the three of them are taking it in turns now. at the moment. All right. This is how far those three are in front. Egg Lendon's fourth. At $51. Well, he is fourth for us, too. That's great. All right. Yep. Tie next team. North Melbourne. Now, none of these guys are going to get within a fucking sniff of a fart of anyone in the top 30, I reckon, of the Brownlow medal. But right. Nick Larkey is our leader. Nick Larkey's paying $7. I would be All happy right. if we just skipped will, these guys. Will Nick Larkey stay there no, for their Josh team? Simpkins it's for the team, the Tyler. It's for the team. At $2.75. Yeah, okay, so I'm not I'm not happy Larkey no. will stay there. No, me either. All right. Two seventy five. We're, We're not playing on Larkey. You could go, you could go um, Simpkin, yeah, two seventy five. Yeah, that's good. We're only talking about who's on top for us. All right, fine. A player or a no play? Holly Wines is on top for Port Adelaide. <laughs> He will stay there, most likely, even though Travis Boak's a better player. $2 for Ollie Wines, $2.50 for Travi Boak. Oh, that's closer than I thought. All right. It's short, but if you're going to play for me, you're probably not going to get better than $2 for Ollie Wines, in yeah, my opinion. I agree. And I think he'll stay there. Yep. Yeah, definitely. He, he will. Bar has a play on Wines. Richmond. Richmond have don't have a market. At all. And that's because Jaden Short's that far in front, I no. think, at the present time. No, no, no. It'll not. be because Dusty Martin's about to come back. Yeah. They wouldn't have no, wound, no. They won't have wound in their figures. They'll wait to the end of this yeah, weekend. Exactly. Richmond haven't had be. a market all season. I've kept an eye on it every week. Are I you think sure? they had it in the first week or two, and since then, they haven't been on. 
That seems very strange. I know, very strange. And it's either because Jaden Short's that short. Yeah, but I wouldn't be be playing him. I think Shai Bolton would be ahead of him already. Who's who's ahead in Richmond for us anyway, mate? We have Jaden Short. Yep. Uh, Two. two So 17, 17 for Short. Bolton has 15, so that takes it down to... Like under a vote. Okay. Do we front. see? Do we see Jaden Short staying there? Or no. if he plays that midfield role, quite possibly. He could, but I think Bolton I is a better player. Yeah. And more flashy. Yep. All right. So he's in no play. And Dusty's going to come it's back and just no play. Probably. Okay. Is, who's left, mate? How many teams left? How many? We'll rip uh, through them. St Kilda. Jack Higgins is in front of Jack Steele. By two, which is under a vote for the bar. Jack Higgins will paying not, eight dollars. Will not stay there, in my opinion. Jack Steele's no. paying dollar forty-five. No. Yes, cool. he's so that's a no play currently for our leader there. No play. Sydney Swans. We have a tie for first. Luke Parker and Isaac Heaney, and then Callum Mills is one vote behind, which is point three of a vote. Callum Mills dollar fifty-five. Luke Parker four dollars. Isaac Heaney four fifty. Heaney's yep. leading for us currently. Heaney and Parker are tied. Okay, do they stay there? No. No. Well, I don't, probably I don't think so either. Parker had a, uh, Mills has had a quiet start, and he's just starting to kick into gear, I think. Agree. No play there, then. No play. Totally. West Coast Eagles. <laughs> Billy Rioli is up the top there. I was say, has any of them actually got a vote yet? Jeremy, could have been, could Jeremy have been McGovern. anybody. Jeremy Absolute McGovern will win this. No, no contest. Right, right. Okay, so we're not playing on Billy Rioli. No. Good. Do you want the uh, top top few? Irrelevant. Right. <laughs> and the Western Bulldogs are last on the list here. Josh Dunkley is one vote, point three of a vote in front of Bailey Smith. This is probably the best okay. race out of the lot, I think. What are we paying for Dunkley? Nick? Dunkley's three seventy five. Does that. Dunkley win it for the Western Bulldogs? Are we playing that? Not yet. No. Not tell with, me the rest of this. Not with Bailey Smith three fifty, Bont three seventy five, and Jack McRae at five bucks. Well, Far out. it depends if you know what's going to happen, Nev, or if you just want to go by figures. Yeah. I would suggest. <sighs> I think Dunkley could stay there, but again, I'm staying away because yeah, it is what I it is at the dogs. It's too hard. Throw a blanket. Who gets the three votes this week? You know. Yeah. Mm. What I will say is, Value I, there, I actually don't believe a bulldog can win the Brownlow. No, there's too many of them there. Yeah. And, no, and none of them have got a clear enough start yeah. like Bont did last year. Oh, I told you to, Bont wasn't going to win it last to year. To etch themselves <laughs> in the top, of, top <laughs> echelon. So. I was correct. All right, fellas. That is it for the Brownlow teams. Not a lot to offer there, unfortunately. And let's be honest. Let's be frank. They are short already. So very, very difficult to uh, come up with anything there. But in, in coming weeks, as soon as Brownlow teams' multis are available, we'll jump in and we'll try and offer our uh, Brownlow teams' best multi as always. Okay, boys. It's time to get on to under the pump. Who's All got right. the timer? Yeah, I've uh, got the timer. the timer. I think Ty's got the questions this week. All right, let's go. All right, are you ready? Timer ready. Timer is ready. First question. Lay it on us. This one uh, comes from Dave. You go on each week about Bard's always being late. Why <laughs> is he late? <laughs> Start. Come on, Bard's, tell us. <laughs> Mrs. won't let me out of the bedroom. <laughs> there you are. Oh, you've still got 25 seconds then. Yeah, that's about how long you're in the bedroom too. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I just think you have garbage with time management, mate. Yeah. Ty? Yeah, I think you bought a bloody watch from Wish and uh, 
forgot to put the batteries in it. <laughs> or you just don't like oh, coming to the Oh, that's bar. a good question. Thanks, you that, idiot. Dave. That's, that's good. Dave. Thanks, Dave. You idiot. That's good. I like that. <laughs> All right. Question number two. This one's from Pete. Now, Pete says, what do you think has made Cripper stand out so much this year? Any midfielder that hits the scoreboard regularly with 30 disposals, absolute instant criteria winner. He ticks every box, mate, and he's hard at the footy. 100%, mate. He's literally reminds me of Chris Judd right now. The way he's playing, he's tough through every contest, never gets caught with the ball and kicks goals. Yeah, uh, just fitness and uh, being able to stay on the park without injuries um, and hitting the scoreboard obviously helps. In most of his games, he kicks two, not one, two, boys. Oh, got in. Bastard, I was getting ready <laughs> yeah, to so just shut I. up. <laughs> uh, last one. This one's from Kurt. Um, Kurt says, which AFL player has the worst haircut this year? Oh, far out. I thought of one the other week, but... Is Sam Collins is pretty shit. I think he's yeah, pretty it's pretty trash. I think it looks worse because of that dirty rat on yeah, his face. Yeah, so all round, Sam Collins, new head maybe, yep. I hate <laughs> that beach, bleach blonde Genevan shit, but I'm going to say Jack Sinclair. Oh, no, Jack Sinclair's mullet's quite luscious, actually. Oh, Jack yeah. Sinclair. Yep. Mine is still Clayton Oliver. Far out. Ginger. <laughs> it's not a haircut, is it? Shit. Yeah, he's just got a chunk taken out the side of his head. Each side of his that's head. enough, Ty. <laughs> <laughs> fucking gross. Yeah, Ty, that's <laughs> enough. Probably got two. Time's up, mate. I don't know. Is that it for other yeah, parts? Yeah, that's it. Just right, three questions. Right. Good. Sharp. Need a few more of them, so get them in. Where? Okay, fellas. Best bet, and then it's a wrap. So, we want to talk about last week's best oh. bet. Do we want to freaking talk about it, Do Ty? we have to? You go through it with us, mate, because we never, quite frankly, can't. Yep. It was disgusting, but we'll let you touch on that, mate. And then uh, it'll be me this week, fellas. Yep, it was pretty crook. Now, we had a five-legger <laughs> that was paying eight seventy-five. Um, Jack Gunston shit the bed. He kicked three behinds. Did he we had, we had him for two goals. Kicked three behinds. Well done, Jack. It's the middle. Um, James <laughs> Sicily, well done. You're a champion. Just smash a 20 disposal requisite. Uh, Tom Mitchell, I don't know what the hell happened. First half, he had Got nothing. Tag, About 11 half. touches, 10 touches, 9 touches. Fuck all. Got me shitty. I'm going to blow up like Nev in a minute. Anyway, he blew it. He blew out in the in the second half. 26, I think yeah. he ended with. Which is pretty close to 30. Uh, Langdon got tagged. He did, mate. They've Heavy tagged too. a winger. I oh, know. Yeah. That was unbelievable And scenes. unexpected as well. Um, <laughs> very. Very unexpected that a winger... In a team where you've got Oliver Petraka, um gets tagged. So. It worked, didn't it, I suppose? Yeah. Oh, Sam Mitchell, very forward thinking as a coach mm, there. Yeah. That's clever, yeah, because he's a good ball use. Anyway, cost us, you asshole. And uh, Oliver <laughs> gets 30 disposals. Very well done. <laughs> Congrats. So, that was a three-leg loss. Oh, yeah. That's the worst of the year. It was It was pathetic. Uh, but I'm happy, pathetic. I'm happy that uh, it wasn't another one-legger because... Being close and not winning is is worse, I reckon, than losing by a lot. Yeah, that's so. debatable, mate. They both suck. We'll let you off the hook. <laughs> yeah. yeah, they both suck. We'll let you yeah. off. Look, all I'm we still know, the only one that's know. won a bet, so stick it up your asses. All we know at the bar here, Nev, so far, is it's the heaviest loss we've had. Yes. So, and no one wants that name, do they? It's the worst loss, mate, yeah. in the history so, of 2022. You let me know how losing my three legs feels now, champion. <laughs> 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 okay, boys. Oh, oh, new win. week. 
New footy. You know the best thing about laying bets yep. is that you can always come back and do it again next week. <laughs> Gamble responsibly, folks. Yeah. Um, all right, we're going to the Gold Coast Suns game. Suns, Sydney Swans. Now, oh. I wanted a little bit more in this, but gee whiz, I needed to just bring it back a peg in the disposal market because we need a collect. I'm being as safe as I can on this. Okay. Sydney Swans concede goals to tall targets, a lot like uh, a few other teams we mentioned last week. All right. Yep. Levi Casbolt is in the best form he's been in years, despite playing for the Swans. Now, he's probably the riskiest in this business here. He plays for, this for the bet, Suns. But he will kick, he <laughs> will kick two risky. goals. Levi Casbolt. Two goals. Yep. All right. Then the disposal getters, I think this is easy. Noah Anderson, Tuke Miller, Callum Mills will all get 25 disposals. It is that simple. Yep. Mills, what are we looking at? Anderson, Miller, 25, and big Casbolt just be on him for two goals. Okay? And we're looking at $4.50. I reckon he'll get one Good early. Uh, if he gets tw- one early, we're set. That's great. He'll, nah. get, he'll get one in the first quarter, boosted? and then that's we just boosted. need one more from Levi. Yeah. No, that's $4.50. 450. Currently $4.50. With Sportsbet. Also, so. if, uh, if you bet with Pointsbet... Um, I'm going to start putting their odds up as well on our posts yep. because their their odds are like a yeah. dollar higher. Because I tell else. you what, if there's one thing we've noticed in recent weeks, boys, and we've discussed on chats about a few other bets and that, um, mate, this year compared to last year, these agencies have wound things in so yeah. tight. It is it is unbelievable to try and get a bet that you're very confident of over three dollars. Honestly, yep. it is. They've got those lines really good too. Yeah. For, so we're going we're gonna to so. shop around a bit and um, yeah, see if we can come up with something else. So I like that tie, but I think we'll try and introduce something else because um, gee, sports better hmm. tighter than uh, yeah. They got their eyes on us. All right, but get on, folks, because we're ready to bounce back, boys. And this is the week. Mark my words. Thanks for tuning in again, as always, folks. Till next week. That's the boys from the bar. See you next week. Look forward to it. Goodbye. Gotcha. <laughs>